suspicion will thrive upon that kiss. Sweetheart, I This is Jennifer of Robotics. Reporting to you on all things drones. It's November 6, 2020. Today in drone news. Pardon our dust. In December 2018, two drones entered the airspace over London's Gatwick Airport from different directions. Because so little could be discerned, were they sent with hostile intent? Were they equipped with weapons? Were more drones on the way? Authorities ultimately grounded thousands of flights for 30 hours. Two years later, the perpetrators remain at large. Meanwhile, the U.S.'s ability to stop this kind of attack on American soil remains limited according to a recent report from the Inspector General of the Homeland Security Department. It's not hard to see why. A successful response means detecting the incoming aircraft, determining hostile intent, choosing a response, deploying an interceptor, and disabling the threat. The fact that the engagement might take place over private land or in several law enforcement jurisdictions only makes things tougher. It's such a thorny problem that the DHS has instructed its various components to take no counter-drone action until its Office of Policy comes up with a unified approach. But the lack of current policy means there is a window to explore new ideas. Here's one. Create a system of anti-drone drones installed at airports and other vulnerable locations around the country remotely operated by one or more centers. Why drones attacks are so hard to stop. Counter drone response must be rapid. Relatively inexpensive drones can be sent up for 100, up to 100 miles per hour towards a sensitive facility or airport. Detection measures can help, but may only stretch response time to a few minutes. Attacks on private sector facilities make defense even more complex because federal law sees anti-drone interferences as legally equivalent to interfering with manned aircraft. Only federal authorities may operate counter-drone systems. So a company officially beset by hostile drones must inform law enforcement who must commit resources to the response. Arrive upon the scene assess the solution, and make a decision to respond themselves. Doing all of that in a few minutes is plausible, but seems unlikely to succeed in a serious attack. Nor is the threat of punishment much deterrence. In a well-planned attack, the perpetrator is likely to escape. The drones may come from a hilly range, across a body of water, or from a swamp. Environments that may obscure launch points and cover the perpetrator's flight. And drones with basic wayfinding gear can travel autonomously to their targets, allowing the perpetrators a miles-long head start before the bombs fall. 
and any successful defensive approach must be able to adapt to rapidly changing technology. From jam-resistant onboard control systems to ground-based drones used by Yemen's Houthi rebels to haul explosive 30-pound payloads. National Counter Drone Network If teleoperated defensive drones were stationed on site at high-risk areas, think on the border, inside airports, atop container cranes, on the White House lawn, authorities could respond immediately, both with counter drones to disable the incoming aircraft and with surveillance drones that might be able to spot an escaping perpetrator. In an ideal world, a law enforcement officer would launch an on-site drone from her desktop control system. Even if she is not successful in every effort, she may buy time for other law enforcement officials en route to the site because the teleoperated drone would reduce law enforcement's response time, it may also serve to deter attacks before they occur. This is Jennifer of Cell Robotics, reporting to you on all things drones, and reminding you to always recycle your obsolete drones. Here we got our website up. Visit www.allthingsdrones.libsyn.com allthingsdrones.libsyn.com Wishing you happiness safety, serenity. Till next time. What you alone can give, a kiss to build it.